the love of God is so captivating, guys. You know that scripture says, what can separate us from the love of God? And he started to mention death, persecution, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So today, um, the theme of today's service, as you guys saw on the fly, is love unboxed. So we are going to be unboxing a lot of things, right? All right. And just before some of you get into the status quo of, oh, it's relationship, I don't need that, I need business. You know, I need to have to make money. You know, just calm down. There is no way God will speak to you that he does not go to the very area of your need. You must understand that when you stay with God, the message can start out as love, but you can get a business idea from the message. Hmm? So don't count yourself out. Don't say, this is not my service. I'll come next week. You know, I actually had someone, not for this service, some time ago, you know, said, oh, when I see that a church is doing themed like single and married, I just stay away. I say, oh, because the God that you came to see knows how to meet you at the point of your need. And you see, sometimes it's just a bit of pride that we think we know enough about this thing called love. And maybe that's a good place to start from. We talk about the fruits of the Spirit. And the first fruit of the Spirit is what? No. Maybe we should check it and see what all the fruits of the Spirit say. Galatians 5. 5 verse 19. <laughs> Galatians 5 19. All right. Is this it? 22. Okay, because I'm like... Yeah. Let's go to 22. T for thanks. So it says, but the Holy Spirit produces these kinds of fruits in our lives. Love. Now, I'm just going to suspend your mind just for a, a brief second on the love. Let's look at joy. How many of us know that to just wake up every day feeling joy is not easy work? No, now come on. By the time first scarcity, naira scarcity, dollar scarcity, you have to whip up that joy. That it must come from inside. The joy cannot be here. It has to come from here. I have to pull it. So you see that it is not, it's not easy to live a life, or natural, maybe we say it that way, to live in joy. How about to be at peace with all men? Just be in a state of general peace. You don't need to go far. Danfo is here to show you that. Uh -uh. Let me test you. Yeah. Not even if your name is Peace. You are scot free. You still have to work out your salvation. So it's not particularly easy, right? What about patience? I don't have time for nonsense. Yeah, it's quite challenging, right? I'm about to just be that person that is all kind. You're just kind. Like every day they meet you, kindness is right there. It's not so easy. So with goodness and faithfulness. Now we can explain all these things, but why do we now think that we can also attain love just because we are of marriageable age? Uh, I'm ready for marriage. I, I, I can love. I'm, I'm ready to love. I'm, some of you say, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to find love. <laughs> the 
the way you depend on the Holy Spirit to help you hatch out joy in circumstances, hatch out patience in circumstances, kindness, goodness, is the same way you need the Holy Spirit to help you hatch out love. It's the same way. And it's funny because when you go to the all-popular scripture, what's the popular scripture for love in the Bible? You know the people. If you don't know, you don't feel bad. Don't worry. Maybe yours was meals and booms, but don't worry. We are finding... Yeah. First Corinthians 13 talks about love. But you see, the thing that strikes me about love, according to the Bible, and that's what I'm going to be sharing today, is it starts with what love is not. I would have thought that First Corinthians 13 would have told you, okay, love is this, love is this. No, it starts by telling you the things that look like love, but they are not love. And I say to you that a lot of us go for the things that look like love and are not love and we get burned. And I'm speaking to Christians today because we'll be making life examples, you know, and things that happen in our environs. Right? That tongue-speaking brother, that sister that is in choir, that you feel is a perquisite, a perquisite. Yeah, thank you very much. Hey, Pierre gave me French version. <laughs> that you think is, you know, the hallmark of our did you hear the prophecy? She was the one that gave the prophecy that brought Hope Center to Hope Nation. She must be deep. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the walking. Is she in church? Yeah. I... <laughs> you see, I... Now, it has, it has nothing to do, right, with the walkings of love. Oh, I just like it when that brother comes to preach. He just has that all-round fire. Like the fire. But watch out for the spirit. And the fruits. So let's start with 1 Corinthians 13. Verse 1. Let's do verse 1. And I'm going to show you the three things that a lot of us think love is. But in most cases, they are not. And you start to find out what happens when you look for those things without the love aspect. Now, it says, If I could speak in all the language of earth, that means Portuguese, French, Japanese, everything, everything. And of angels, he now takes celestial ones. He can sense, he can, he can get you the mind of, hey. <laughs> you know those kind of people, when they start talking, you're like, it's just a God. Like, but the Bible says, but didn't love others. Other translation will say, but does not have love. Now see what happens you will find out that all those tongues and those words would become noise. I don't know whether this has happened to you guys that are married. If you are very careless with the use of I'm sorry. Now you know what I mean by when I say careless. You use I'm sorry to shut conversations up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And the next time the madam tries to bring it up, she may have told you I'm sorry now. After a while, the potency of I'm sorry is gone. And what it will become at best is noise. And that is why a woman will respond with, don't tell me you are sorry. She actually wants you to tell her you are sorry, but she wants you to tell her you are sorry from a place of love. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> she wants you to tell her you are sorry from the place of love 
Because a woman says that if you love me, it will not happen 15 times. So it is not about the words. It's about the love that puts credence on the words. So you find out that you can find someone like my dear sister Moji that operates on a gift and is not using that gift to manipulate. You know, I'm struggling. Oga, fix God, God fixes struggles. Why has your own not shifted? God, God helps. Why? When people enjoy deficiency, but they have mastered profession like confession. At the end of the day, noise. A gong is a beautiful instrument. A cymbal is a beautiful instrument. But played out of tune is very deafening to the ear. If I tell the keyboardist or the drummer right now to start to hit these silver things without the right progression, a lot of you will be upset. You want to stone him. There is a way this thing makes music sweet. Beautiful. But when it goes... It's worse than an alarm. That is how some of you's words start to nauseate people. Because there is no love there. Verse 2 now talks about another dimension. It says, if I have gifts, now we are talking about gifts. Ha! boy, Emmy. Sister, eh? sang. I don't know why we're wasting sisters and singing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They say, if I have the gift of prophecy, they did not say, if I look like I have it. No, there is the gift is there. If I have the gift of prophecy, and I see the word the Bible is saying, and I understood not some, all of God's secret plans. He is that man that tells you, don't worry, let me pray. There is a way God speaks to me. We will find the answer. Yeah. He's the one that just looks at you. Ah. Mom is going to be 59, Abby. Let's, let's pray against car crash. And two days after, like, sir, you will not believe what just happened. Spot on. The gift is there. No manipulation. He's not washing, no. He's, he's legit. Confirm me. The Bible says, and I had, and I had such faith that I can move mountains. Do you see the things? Now, if you back up to verse 12, don't back up, but I'm just speaking. If you back up to verse 12, chapter 12, chapter 12 was talking about gifts. And it was telling you how you should convert these great gifts. Telling you about the gifts of faith. Telling you about all the fact that people must prophesy. That is expedient to learn and to, 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 to embody prophecy, to, to test for the prophetic. He now tells you that, you know what? Even when you hit that altitude, if it is not from a place of love, I, did you see what he said? He did not say you have nothing. He says you are nothing. Because you see, there is a way these giftings amplify you and make you feel like you are something. But God just looks at you. That yes, nothing. This is the reason why if you have these gifts, 
and there's still bad behavior, like my sister said, that you are nursing. God will send his spirit, now listen to me very clearly, to fix your bad behavior than to heighten the gift. Did you hear me? When you have the gift, God would rather suspend the gift and deal with your character than keep heightening the gift to the detriment of your character. Because it will give him a bad name. Now the Bible now goes to the third one. He said I was graduating then. The third one just threw me off. He says, if I give everything I have to the poor and even sacrifice my body, like this is you, you have now said you want to do like Jesus. Like, receive this sleep. Like everybody knows you. Ah, but Akini will always help you. You are the nice boy in the street. You are the only sister that ah uh, ah. Uh, sister, fix it. Ask her. She has a solution. You will give your life. You will you will trek so that others can enter transport. He says I could boast about it, but if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. You know, my wife and I were doing a little bit of study on in this scripture. Every giving gets something. You know, the Bible says if you give publicly, you receive your reward here on earth. Every giving. So this is not saying that you don't get anything. We are going to explain it. It's telling you that in the eyes of the one that marks the register of love, you have still not scored any points. Have you been in a race? that they said on your mat get set go and while everybody were running northwards you with full speed you ran southwards so, like eh Phew, eh speedo as much as you've exercised a lot of energy and maybe you actually have speed when you check the scoreboard would your name be there as first no so it is saying something about how we view love. That sometimes we can excuse character building for gift possession. We can excuse character building for just trying to be the nicest person. You know, when it comes to love, the reason why you can't afford to just lean on the applause of men is because men did not create love. They are also receivers of love. Let me explain that. We all here are in a game. We are playing the game. But you see, the one that created the game is the one that knows how the game ends. Is the one that knows the winning strategy. You could have used a strategy as a player in game one, but it does not work in game two. But you see, it is the one... I don't know how many of you play games. Xbox, PS5. Don't worry. Okay. I don't know I feel you. I remember when I was growing up, there was this game called Zelda. Most of you don't know it. Don't worry. And if you know it, you are OG. Yeah. The game was so tough that... 
In Lagos, people started to have clusters of gaming communities. And what we used to do was, we would go online, then the internet just really came. Yeah, it was the days of Hotmail. Yeah, cyber cafes, Yahoo Messenger. Should I go on? You get it, right? Yeah, we saw it. So what we do is we cluster together and we start to look for manufacturer cheat codes. Cheat codes that when you play it or you put it in the game, it unlocks portals faster than where you normally go through it. Now, those codes were actually created by the developers of the game. So aside from them creating the game, they now started to sell the codes because they knew how we were obsessed with winning, but we were always failing. But they will now, from time to time, produce the codes where we will now buy. It will move us to the next level. Now, we will now start to have, some of us now start to have bragging rights. But we have still not ended the game because we now have to now wait for the next code. That's the same way love is. That you cannot do it yourself, no matter how much you think you've known it. You still have to depend on the Holy Spirit to teach you. So I started to look at this definition. And I'm just going to really work on two definitions. So after he said this, he now went to now explain what love is. And you'll find out that, because I have to rush. When he started to go to verse 4, you can go to verse 4. He says, now, this is the first time he starts to talk about what love is. He has been telling us what love is not. And the first thing that he will talk about that love shares is love is patient. So then I now call you again. How many of you can say that by the order of patience in your life, you are a lover? Now, these words are not supposed to make you feel like you are inept. They They are supposed to make you know that you need help. The Bible... I was, I, was, I was reading the Bible and of late I've been really fascinated about light, illumination. God has just really been talking to me about that a lot. And the Lord was telling me in Isaiah 40, when he, Isaiah 60, when he said, And darkness shall cover the earth. Sorry. And darkness shall cover the earth. Gross darkness. The people. And I, I explained it in one of PI's uh, meetings. I said that if you are in a plane and you're at a certain altitude, how you know that a nation is lit, right, is by the specks of lights that you see. Now, each of those dots that you see, most of them are houses. Can I shock you? Some of them are people's bulbs. Some of them are people's street lights. Imagine how little that 60 watts, I mean kilowatts, yeah, is. But from up the sky... It still makes an indelible mark. And if that person in the house chooses to turn off their light, that place remains dark. What creates national darkness is actually people darkness. The nation is dark because the people are dark. Are you with me? So if you want to heal the nation, heal the people. And that is why you will find out that kings that recognize this, the Bible says, kings now come to the brightness of your light. 
Because they know that if I align with your light, something good will happen to me. Kings will readily, they will readily leave their crowns just so that they can partner with your light. I tell people something. Light does not have an oppositor. Do whatever you do. You, you need light. Light, light. light has many friends. So you find out that in the matter of love, the reason why there is so much darkness in the world is because there is actually a lack of love. So what God tries to do is to replicate himself in the hearts of people so that you now can now carry the God kind of love. And that God kind of love is called the perfect love. It's the perfect love. You find out that there are many loves that you can have that is conditional. To be honest, loving is not so difficult. But perfect love is what is difficult. Loving when you are hurt is difficult. Yes or no? Loving on the cross is difficult, isn't it? So Jesus did not demonstrate the easy type of love. The love that comes when you receive something. No, he, he gives you the kind of love that even when you have been hurt, you can still dispense it. Because as you dispense it, you now start to know that the source of that love is not you. It's on something greater than you. Now, I know the panelist has done a fine job to explain to us, you know, love in terms of relationship, but I want to bring us back to a place where love really started from. If we get it right, a lot of us will do better in this, our journey. And please, let's not also just identify this week alone. It's like saying that it is only the week where you fast that you hear God. That would be very dangerous. It cannot be this week alone that we intentionalize our love. If we get it now, we can be able to help people generally. So it says that love is patient. And this scripture started to come to my mind. Romans 5 verse 8. Love is patient. It says, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still This scripture identifies, it did not say while you sinned. This scripture talks about a nature. Is somebody there with me? There is a nature here that it's talking about. You see, you can sin. But when the Bible says that you are a sinner, it means that you are carrying a wrong nature. Hmm? Do, do, Do you understand? Jesus will see the prostitute, and after he tells her that nobody condemns you, the next word he tells her is go and sin no more. Meaning that he has changed her nature. So he's telling her that now you have the ability to not look like your past. Holy Spirit, help me. There is a difference between when somebody calls you a sinner. It means that they have identified you to something. There is, there is an identity that you carry. There is a consistency that you are. There is, it's, it's like saying... When you say, I'm a Nigerian, certain things validate the fact that I'm a Nigerian. My passport, my tongue, my, my, my birth, my name, it identifies me to that nationality. So when God says that I died for you while you were a sinner, he's saying that, see, my patience was hoping that while you are enjoying what you are doing, one day you will choose me. The death Jesus died on the cross was such that he died in hope 
that one day you will find him and genuinely know that he truly cares about you. And guess what? Each day, that hope is still alive. Because there are still some people that will get born again today. There are some that their home may be tomorrow. And that blood must be fresh since that time till now. That love is patient. I'm saying this because these scriptures are scriptures that we have measured on surface standards. And a lot of us have marked ourselves that are more patient. More, more, uh -uh, more patient. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you that, see, even when you stand at the altar with the one that you say, I'll give to you undying love. Like, I can't see no wrong in you. You are my ride or die. You are everything. I see no one else. You still have to go through a journey where you depend on the love of Christ to dispense patience to that person. Why am I saying this to you? So that you can value that scripture that says, the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Why I'm saying this to you, and I heard a pastor say something on one of yeah. He says, God does not make marriage work. And it sounded very controversial. He said, He gives you the wisdom to make your marriage work. Let me show you something in First John 4 about perfect love. First John 4 7. First John 4, First John 4, verse 7. Okay. I want to be sure that it's... Um, I don't want to read the entire verse. There's one particular verse I'm looking at for. 17. Verse 17. See what it says. And as we live in God... Our what? What does it do? So, do you see that what you said at your altar or what you say at the altar cannot be what will sustain you? Because the ones that said, I do, sometimes I've changed it to do I. What sustains as we live in God? Our love starts to grow more perfect. So, boy and girl, sisters and brothers, for you to attain this type of love that has a hundred percent guarantee of becoming perfect, the one that is love has to be the one that you live in the inside of. Why am I saying this? And I'm just going to try to bring it home now. You see, the world tells you about many definitions of how to act in marriage, or how to act as a single person, or how to act as a, you know, intended couple person, uh, couple, 
permit my French. One of the things they tell you they say nobody can be trusted. How many of you have heard that word? Trust no. Yeah. Now, that statement is a truth, but it is not the truth. The people that have tried to do marriage without God, they have found that you cannot trust your partner. So that truth is active for them. But you see, those that are in Christ know that pay I come. This woman is co-heirs with me. We are together. And the same way it will be madness for this hand to be dirty. This hand to be dirty. And this hand thinks that this other hand does not know it's dirty. It's the same way I cannot afford to tell my wife that I'm going through stuff. So I really have to trust her to know that there is a God in her. That before I call Pastor Olumide, God can put a word in her mouth that will quench the fire of what I'm going through. If you don't have that type of knowledge, you will never seek this help. You will keep running away from this. You will keep going far away from this and there will still be division in the house. And for you as the woman, if you don't know that at times God can come inside of you, not even at times, all the time, God can come on your inside and speak a proclamative word to your husband that will set him free or you can be a home whereby he has all the confidence to tell you his fears, his dreams, his, his failures without you judging him. You would have continued to put a false propagation that nobody can be trusted. So it is extremely important that the man and the woman must be in God. Thank you very much. In marriage, I've heard people say, what he did is too deep. I cannot forgive him. How many of you have heard that? Make no mistake. The hurt can be very deep. Ah, yes. It's very deep when a man looks at you and says, I would spend the rest of my life with you. And while he was saying that there was still one sister he saw the night before. It's painful. It's painful. It's challenging when a woman looks at you as a man and says, honestly, cause God and die. I don't even see the reason for your existence. And there's one secretary that all she knows Sir, you, do you want to drink water? It's okay, sir. We'll bring... He starts to feel like he's not being appreciated in his home. Now, is that a reason to now be... No. But you see, what has happened is somewhere behind the mind of a man that is not renewed, he doesn't know that every time you have a defect in the product that God has created... Rather than you taking it out, rather than you buying another product, you should take the product to the owner so that he can fix the product. Only renewed men can say, I don't like how P.I. spoke to me. But I know P.I. carries God. So let me go to God and say, God, how, number one, 
Can I posture myself that I can be one that can speak words of grace to this woman and she will not take offense? Did you see that prayer? That prayer is not God. I'm going to you now. This guy is saying rubbish. So, mm, calm down. She's not my battle. She's not my enemy. We are, we are together. How many of you have, have penalized your tongue for roaming freely and it got beat by your teeth and you say you are, you are a silly tongue. You are not eating again. No, but it sounds funny. So why do you penalize your spouse? Because they broke the plate. Or they bashed your car. What's in deep? This, guys, this love is patient. But these are the things. Because my wife and I, to the glory of God, we... We, we cancel a couple of people and when you start to hear what makes marriage degenerate to the point where you start to hear irreconcilable differences, you start to wonder as to how they allow certain little foxes, you know, to start to become so titted and sharp. I found out that after a while, people forget what made them fight but they never forget the emotions. Yeah. And these are things that patience I remember one time, I, I think Pierre shared that story. We were driving and I said, Pierre, that was, that's a stupid thing to say. Never said it in my life to my wife, never. And the moment I said it, my body told my, my spirit told my body, ah, what it mess up. <laughs> but guys, the old Christ, not old Christian, it's not like that. The old you says that I did not insult her. I only gave her a statement of fact. Because what she displayed there, I looked for sense and I couldn't find. But you see, the love of God that is patient will say it is not everything that is wrong that you must endorse by saying it is wrong. Guess what? The Bible says the earth was void and dark. God did not say, this is such a bad air tool. What can we do? Let's create light. No, the first thing he said was a solution. So I can see a problem, but the God nature in me is the one that gives me enough patience to decree light when I see darkness. So at that time, I saw that my human nature had come in and I had spoken a wrong word. But thank God for God. I packed. I humbled myself. I was the wronged did you get that? I was the one that was wronged. I was the one that if I'd listened to what Pierre was saying, would have most likely ended in the hands of Lasma and I would have paid money. Because the way she was directing me, nada, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was just, let's go left. Hey, but maybe we can go right, huh? And you battle my engagement with Google. You anger over my conversation with Google Maps. Unfortunately for me, my Google Maps is female voice. Tell you and this voice said, Jebi, we know the way to church. Leave me, oh. Google Maps will go ahead of me and tell me it's traffic. And I chose to depend on you. You should turn a little left after a little right, but still on left. I'm saying that you would always find things that justify you to make pronouncements. It is patience that makes you hold your tongue. 
To God be the glory. The word foolish or stupid, what was the word I used? That was a stupid thing to say. That has been the only time in my marriage of almost eight years that that word has ever come out. So my wife can believe my I'm sorry because the Lord has taught me how to bridle my tongue to keep me from creating a wreck in my home. So when I say I'm sorry, she can trust that this one was a mistake. I will not see it again. But you see, the patience that we are talking about is not the patience that you come into after you have rationalized that she's wrong, but I'm just going to be the bigger man. So I will tell you, it is the patience that you have to always have to ask your God, help me. I found out something about the justness of God. And I'll just share this before I go to love his kind and we'll close. You know when you go to God and you say, God, somebody has wronged me. Punish that person. We do it now. Let the world know. You know when we see some song? Oh, let the world know that you are God. Some of you are not saying, God, let your glory, let your, no, let your vengeance kill them. Yeah. I learned something about the justness of God, guys. I learned that if a believer is going through something and in their challenge, they mess up. God, in that situation, steps in to cure the child and not kill the child. Now, if that child, by the virtue of whatever he or she had done, hurts you, God will give you grace to live above that hurt. But he will be committed to save that child. What am I saying? Sometimes when you have arguments with your spouse or with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, it's not so much that what they did, as strong as it is, God cannot punish them. But God also understands that that child is going through something. So God is trying to find how he can manage that child and give you grace. And I'll be very open. I I listened to what um, Victor was saying. There was a time this man was drinking in marriage. And I'm sure there was a time you were saying, God, this is too much. I didn't sign up for this. God, I I, I hate this. And the word God must have been giving her was what? My grace is sufficient. Because God saw today. Or Friday, thank you. God hoped that he would extend his love to him and he would receive it. And that love will break the addiction that his wife has been praying to break. God banked on his love to rescue him. And that is why the Bible says perfect love. You see what I'm talking about, about perfect love casted out fear. The reason why we are quite judgmental is because we are also very forgetful people. The reason why that song this morning really did me a bit was I know where they come from. I won't forgive me. Pierre will tell you. Let me just give you a bit of that story. You see, People like us that know the Bible a little, sometimes the devil can manipulate us 
to not be able to receive the words that the Bible says. Because it is self-righteousness. Because I will read the scriptures and I will start reading the scriptures from the place of, ah, this Israelite, Shah, what kind of people are this? They, 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 they just delivered you from Egypt. Two seconds, I already complained that there's no food. You want to go back to Egypt? Then my bajel. But that is me. That is me. That is me that I prayed for a job and the same job I said, God, this is my line manager. That is me. But God is like, Olumide, I get the part of job. But your line manager is also a Christian. And God is like, this is a struggling Christian. You are a perfecting Christian. Perfecting. Can your light do a number in this one? But because your mind is so fixated on you, 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 you forget that even in the place of promotion, there's assignments. And it is only the love of God. Not the love of your job. Not the love of yourself. Only the love that is greater than you can bring you to the place of, ah, God, is there an assignment in this person? So your love must calm down. Guys, do you see how patient God is with you? Do you, do you see how where you were, you know, that scripture, while I was at a sinner, while I was enjoying sin, that is actually another translation. When God was the last thing on my mind, his blood was flowing in hope that I will come. And, and guys, that's the thing. It's not the guarantee. No. It's hope for Jesus. Did you know? It's hope. Because it will still require you to accept. It's hope for Jesus that before the trumpet sound, all of us will do proper evangelism and will have more numbers in Christ. It is still hope that is keeping that patience alive. So please, can I beg of you today? Don't easily discard. You can have distance if it is a hurting relationship. But don't easily discard. Don't. I don't think I can take love is kind today. So I want us to just rise up. I know it might not have come as, you know, the chum chum love. Ma? I, I, I know the, the, the word may, may not have come as you would have, you know, 15 steps on how to catch a young and vibrant young boy. Or signs to know when he likes you. Maybe we'll do that in feed. Maybe we should do that in feed. Maybe we should. But guys, what has hurt me the most is beyond the counseling that we pastors are doing is the fact that we still have homes that fall very flat to the attacks of the enemy because the root of love has really not been gotten. I'm tired of seeing Christian marriages break up. I'm tired. It's, it's counter... Yeah... I sent something to somebody on a group and I think I agree with what that lady said. She said there's nothing like a gay Christian. No. It's an anomaly. A gay is an identity. Says that you have decided to enjoy 
or to accept the fact that you can love and live sexually with the same sex it's an identity christianity is also an identity that says that there is power inside of you to overcome the desire to live and cleave to the person of the same sex so i can understand a struggling christian i cannot understand a gay christian and it's the same thing i'm trying to say this morning that I can understand a marriage that is under attack. But I cannot understand a marriage that is conceived in divorce. Let me tell you something, guys. I know that the world is telling us that, and it's true, hold on, about verbal abuse and physical abuse. You need to pray that you get married to the right person first. Such that even when the person is at his extreme end, there are certain things that are not in the in the in the list of things to, to manifest. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? And that's why God being so merciful, you see them as still signs when you are dating. It's, it's, in, it's, it's, it's in those little small arguments, it block you. Small arguments. I'm calm, I'm calm, I'm calm. It just takes one bottle. It's the day that you will drink that one bottle. He will say, I didn't know how I slapped you. I'm, I'm so sorry. And that is why when we are looking for, I beg of you. Because now, the church has, the church has also glorified people in positions and have cared little about their character flaws. So you come to a place and you feel that you are safe and you throw your guards down and you don't start to check certain things with the workings of the word and you give yourself to manipulation because you made them your God. But that happens a lot. And that is why every time you come to church, after you listen to the glorious sermon, be Berean and go and check whether what they said is in line. The day I come and I tell you that Jesus did not die, he fainted, run. The day I tell you that if he accepted polygamy in the Old Testament, is also doable now. Grace covers it, run. Because even the devil quoted scriptures. But Jesus knew character of God. The devil told him that if you are the son of God, jump, shall be the word said. He will keep his angels charge over you. I'm saying that we're in a generation of they can look like it, but know the character of God. You will find a check in your spirit that something is not right here. And that is why it is not when you get born again that it's not when you want to marry that you now want to start to test for the voice of God. It's not then. Start to do it now. Start with God, which road should I pass? Start with God, what's my vision? Man, can I say something? If you don't have a place that you are going, you have no need for help. Because the woman needs to help where you are going. If you don't know where you are going, what's the point? It can't be by... You will still have... You will still have conceived if you are married for other people. So deal with it now. The future does not help it. It is your present. I... I say this to say, guys. Let us really choose to live life for God. And let us really choose to serve him and be about his agenda. 
and chase life like he's chasing so that we can actually be his light on earth i want us to just close our eyes and talk to god and say lord baptize me with newer levels of patience baptize me with newer levels of love everything that your love carries may i not be missing in any part may i be more temperate help my tongue help my heart you know there's somebody here your heart is really hurting god is saying i can fix it i can be your doctor god is saying bring it to me i'm the one that can still use a broken vessel don't destroy that guy because of what you are going through pray to god help my heart some of us what we call love from our spouse is just projection of our insecurities help my heart hallelujah in jesus name we pray can we just say what a prayer say lord jesus help us to love like christ and to receive love in jesus name